Welcome everyone to the second year of Empower Your Oils with podcast 53 and the oil of unveiling. Empower Your Oils. It's essentially magic. A podcast bringing play and magic together with a saucy twist. Hosted by Gina Garris and Janet Bergen. This podcast will empower you to bring more play into your life encourage you to experiment and think outside the box to awaken the magic and bring your essential oil use to a whole new level. Oh, and we'll also be serving up some seriously delicious libations each episode. This podcast is powered by the use of Juterra essential oils. Please empower yourself with your own research and knowledge. For more detailed information on how to properly use Juterra essential oils, visit EmpowerYourOils.com. Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! I'm so glad we have fun on this. Can you believe we've been through a whole year of podcasts? I can't. This is crazy. It's awesome. And thank God for Janet, because we actually have been published every Friday for 52 weeks. This is our 53rd episode of Empower Your Oils podcast. I know. It's really exciting. I can't believe we've done it. So awesome. So, um, this is Gina and I, uh, super thrilled. I want to tell you guys a little bit about what's coming down the pipeline in the future. And then we're going to get into our normal, what we normally do. Um, so Janet has some exciting news about some giveaways we're going to do, but I want to tell you what's coming down. We've got next week starting the Spoil You Challenge, the Empower Your Oil Spoil You Challenge. So if you're not connected with us on Facebook, you definitely want to watch as we uh, unveil some really fun, hmm, how do you say that, Janet? Some fun uh, ways to share the oils? Way to use the oils? Way to use the oils, yeah. We're sharing, and then we're going to show you different ways to use them, so that's really fun. And then we've got a chakra series coming up, an oils and yogic sleep series, and then um, I'm doing an erotic aromatherapy course, so that's coming up. And I think that you've heard us plant some seeds about the 2018 Empower Your Oils retreat that's coming down the way. So we've got some more concrete information um, in the works on that. So as soon as we have that all solidified, we just kind of want to get you pumped up about it. Because it's going to be really fun. Yeah. I know you can't imagine us having any fun. <laughs> it will be really fun. It's going to be awesome. And then you want to tell them about the uh, Sacred Rebel roll-ons? Yeah, so for the next, um, till the end of the year, we're going to kind of doing a sacred series. And so we're going to give away 12 Sacred Rebel roll-ons to the first 12 people to review us on iTunes and post a screenshot on our Facebook page. And you'll get one of our limited edition Sacred Rebel roll-ons in the mail. Yeah, that's so cool. So no one else is going to have this recipe. No one else is going to be able to ever get this. These are 
the 2017 Sacred Rebel roll-ons that are a limited edition that there's only going to be 14 made actually because of course Janet and I have to have one and then so 12 of you lucky ones and it's pretty much first come first through so for the first 12 of you who do that uh, we're going to contact you for your your uh, snail mail address and and send that out to you in the mail as a prize. I'll have directions on how to yeah. do an iTunes review on our Facebook page for you in case you don't know. Yeah, and maybe even on the let's see. We'll 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 mail that out to you in the email, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, 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 and if you're on our email list, you should have already received, I think today with today's um podcast email you should have also received a copy of or a link to get a copy of our um, first edition of a little bit book of rituals so that was a great thing for those of you that are on our um, that have followed us and are on our email list yep you'll be the very first ones to get it which is really cool okay so today the oil of unveiling is doTERRA's brand new copaiba and I was saying it wrong for a really long time. So Janet helped me come up with a slogan. You don't need a copay. You need copayba. <laughs> copayba. And we're hoping that we're saying it right because um, we've heard it said, uh, uh, alliterated. Uh, is that the right word? Alliterated a couple different ways. So Several different ways. Everybody so, says it different. So this is the way we've chosen to say it. <laughs> yeah. You, you don't need a copay. You need a copayba. Because it's so freaking powerful. Um, so we're super excited about um, talking about the new, brand new oil. It's actually just came available a few days ago on October 2nd. And, um, or about, a little, I guess, a little over a week ago. And um, Janet and I had the pleasure of getting it uh, at convention. So we've been uh, working with it a little bit um, since it's brand new. And... I, I can't speak for Janet, but I've been having a really fun time playing with it. Me too. I like it a lot. Yeah. So as usual, we come to the table with the oil and, and you can ingest Copaiba. And so I, um, I love, I'm loving, I actually love the way it tastes better than the way it smells. And so. Um, Me too. Yeah, so I'm going to, we came up with some fun drinks, but I'm having, um, I'm calling it my divine nectar because it is the oil of unveiling. And I feel like for me, well, we're going to talk a little bit more about it, but it, um, it's such a cool emotional oil and it talks about how it's going to teach us that the divine will reveal the higher messages of one's life. And so I was feeling like it's such a, it's like a divine gift of, of connecting to higher sources. So I called mine divine nectar and it's a gin and tonic, basically just um, made with a drop of copaiba and it is delicious. Yeah. Yum. What are you drinking? Janet. Well, we decided the name of mine is Janet's Medicinal Whip, <laughs> <laughs> which I guess could be taken several ways. But <laughs> you know, I've just seen you running around in like a Wonder Woman outfit with that little lariat thing, or the lasso. You know, be like, you know. But I know that's not it's not that kind of whip, you guys. Just wait till she tells you. It's awesome. No, but it could be, which would be fun because. <laughs> 
it's actually um, made with coffee, which makes me very uh, hyperactive. So I might be chasing around people with it. Um, <laughs> with a medicinal whip? With a medicinal whip. What? Um, it's so funny. I saw you chasing around with a bowl. Go ahead. And so I don't know. <laughs> you can have the punch of what it is. So it's just coffee with Bailey's in it. And then I made this super yummy whipped cream with a drop of copaiba in it. And it's just, I don't know, it's really, really good. And it, it just kind of, the copaiba made the whipped cream just kind of really rich and earthy and super yummy. Oh my God. It's so, it sounds so good. I'm, I'm like, we don't um, broadcast these from the same space. Cause I feel like chase me around with the whipped cream, baby. Chase me around. When you're like chasing you with the whip, I just saw you in like this Wonder Woman outfit and this bowl of whipped cream and like a wooden spoon, like chasing <laughs> you around. The whipped cream. I like hilarious. it. I like it too. It's really fun. Uh, okay, so all um, all jokes aside, of course, you know we're really um, as much fun as we have. These our these oils are so powerful, and you want to um, use them with care and um, intention, intention, and and really less is more and. And uh, we have so much fun putting them in alcoholic beverages and um, whipped cream. And, and we want you to know that that doesn't take out the, um, the power of them or the potency of it. So Copaiba is uh, super powerful on like a physical level. I have been using it every day. I like to put a drop on my thumb. So this is my favorite use and put it on the roof of my mouth in the morning and at night. And I actually just really love the taste of it, but I'm using it specifically to help calm and soothe and support my nervous system. Um, that's kind of why I've been doing it. Not that I've been f having feelings of anxiousness or anything. I'm just, I guess doing it as a maintenance to help me live a more, um, hmm. I don't know, help me be more, a little bit more present in my life. Nice. Yeah. Well, I like how it's, it's um, a powerful antioxidant and it also supports your cardiovascular system and your immune system and your digestive and your respiratory system. So it's basically a kind of a all over help, helps your systems all over your whole body. It's really awesome. It's like a CYA in a way, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I was trying to think of how to say that. <laughs> it's funny when we were at convention, there was so much education and science behind it. And I always kind of glaze over and we're going to talk a little, Janet's going to, I usually glaze over with regard to that. But I, I do want to just say that doTERRA is so into, um, I don't know, proving or, the, yeah, like, like, make, like, they do so much research to, to really prove the, the qualities that when we say it's going to do something that it actually does it. And I, and I do love that, even though I don't resonate, and I'm not a science girl, and I can't tell you, um, like, 
the specific chemical compounds of why things do what they do. That's not my gig, but it is so important. And I do love doTERRA for that, that I feel so confident that when it says it does something, it's going to do it. So just so you guys know, um, there was so much talk at convention about this oil and it's going to be really, um, it's a really powerful oil and emotionally it's off the charts. So we wanted to really start this sacred this season of sacredness with this oil. Do you want to tell them about your favorite um, use or how you've used it? I mean, we just got this oil a month ago, so it's kind of hard for us to say our favorite use, but. Um, well, the whipped cream's on the top of the chart right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that. It's like, have you had your daily spoonful of Copaiba whipped cream? <laughs> Please stop by Janet's house on the way to work. <laughs> People lined up and you just standing at the door in your Wonder Woman outfit with a bucket of spoons and a, and a bucket of like whipped cream and you just like come up and get your daily like scoop of whipped cream. It's hilarious. All right, I'll be done fantasizing now. Okay, well, there's been a couple of ways I've used it so far. Along with doing the thumb on the roof of my mouth, I haven't been doing it faithfully every day, but I've done it a few times. And um, so my son fell down and like jammed his arm when he, for two or three days, we rubbed it on where it hurt the most and it seemed to really help, which was good. And then we also, I've, uh, Gina got me really sick at convention, just saying. <laughs> it was the Gina virus. No charge. No Thanks. charge. You were so receptive. <laughs> and so I was like respiratory and that kind of sickness. And so I was using my neti pot after I got back from convention and I tried a drop of copaiba in, in my neti pot and it seemed to really help. I liked it. Interesting. I'm not going to do it very often, but. <laughs> yeah, that's really great. I can't imagine um, sticking it up my nose, but you know, like. You do that with oregano too, don't you? Yeah, if you're I would. Really sick, or if you really like, if, if I'm really sick, sinus yeah, yeah, my sinuses are really unhappy. I do that, and that's I really wouldn't do that unless it's necessary. Yeah, <laughs> the copaiba was a little smoother on that. <laughs> but <laughs> that's so interesting. Oh my gosh. Okay, so do you want to tell them like what's so cool about um, like? Well, Gina says she totally glazes over on science and I do like halfway sometimes. So oh. I'm totally not nerdy like our friend Paula, who's like totally into the science. Loves it. I <laughs> so know. I'm kind of like, I'm kind of like the bridge between the two. <laughs> but um, so our copaiba is a unique blend of four different species of copaiba, which kind of makes it more powerful, I think, and kind of really cool because it all they all bring something a little bit different. And it comes with a wide range of supportive qualities, including the nervous system, the cellular, su cellular support, and our cardiovascular health, and emotional balancing, and immune support, inflammatory response, and it reduces neuro, neural, neuronal. Neuronal. I think it's neuronal excitability. Excitability. Mm -hmm. So our neurons get all excited. and mm -hmm. Basically, so it's going to calm your shit down. Cool. Yeah. And so even though that copaibas and cannabis share kind of the same chemical compound, 
they are not confused as one in the same. The cannabis and psychoactivity deals exclusively with CB1 receptors, um, which are concentrated in the brain and the nervous system. And Copaiba interacts with the CB2 receptors, which are concentrated in the immune and the endocrine systems. And it's physically impossible to feel high like you would with cannabis when you use Copaiba because the two simply don't interact with the same receptors. So that's something like. Yeah, I've actually had um, just in the last month since we've had the oil, I've had people asking me a lot about this. So I, I ended up writing a little uh, basically kind of that blurby from someone else who gave me that information <clears throat> because people are really interested in the healing properties. I remember at convention, Dr. Hill was showing um we weren't going to get into this, so it's hilarious that I'm talking about it. Um, <laughs> as a screen graph, basically that was 20, it was showing that the copaiba is 20%, um, the chemical compound is 20 more, 20, 20 to 25% more effective than the other products that are out there right now that are related to cannabis. And so I thought that was really freaking cool because I know there's a lot of people who are really anti-cannabis and so what a great gift to still have um, plant medicine in um, the availability for us to to heal which is you know the beauty of all of our essential oils is that gift of herb, the plant medicine so it's so cool yeah and it's something that is 100% legal so yeah. you don't have to worry about any of that other legalized and not legalized things. <laughs> yeah, I think the other cool thing is I remember him also saying that the reason it's like our frankincense and if you don't know this, our frankincense also has four different blends and what they've done is they do their research and they figure out which blends have or which species has the highest healing capacity for different ailments or different thingies. And then that's why we have the blend and that's why our frankincense, doTERRA's frankincense is so much more powerful than just a specific one species uh, oil. And so Copaiba is the same. So they did the same thing. They took different species and did the science behind to see which had the healing, highest healing components. And then that's how they made the blend. And I just think that's so awesome because that, that really makes us stand out from any of the other Copaiba oils that are out there. Um, and I love that. So I'm just, I'm actually, I'm just thrilled. I'm thrilled. And then to find the emotional, um, the emotional support has kind of just been blowing me away. So that's going to take us into our, thanks for, for dealing with this. We're like excited. And then we're like getting way more nerdy than we normally do. <laughs> Mostly just like, okay, now we're going to like, you know, do something really. So here we go. The, the, the whole idea of what we're doing for the next 12 weeks is going into a season of sacredness. So for the next um, 12 episodes, we're pulling the oils that we either have or have not worked with yet that relate to this idea of sacredness. And um, Copaiba is the oil of unveiling. Of course, if you follow us, you know we love the Emotions and Essential Oils book from enlightenedhealing.com. And they are still yet not sponsoring us, but um, they're going to soon. I'm putting it out there. I'm going to manifest that. 
Yay. I'd really like to be able to give a book away every week. And I think that'd be so groovy. Anyway, um, so they've t t termed this to be the oil of unveiling. And there's so much. I want to just read you the whole thing, but I, I'm not going to. But um, it takes, takes one from being shameful, guilty, regretful, self-loathing, less than, unworthy, suppressed emotions, and rebelling. Oh, let's just take that one off the lips because we like that one. <laughs> Worthy, self-aware, clarity, forgiven, redefinition of self, and purposeful existence. So it's kind of, um, it's, so it's so beautiful. So what I really wanted to focus on for our, the beginning of this se se um, season of sacredness or sacred season, I don't know what we're calling it. Season of sacredness? Secret of sacredness. Secret? Season? Season. <laughs> how many cups of coffee? And how, many <laughs> how many whipped cream? What I love about this oils that is is that it talks about um, taking away this feeling that you're unworthy to be in that more divine space. The first thing I think that we've got to say, and that's why we're using this actually on this episode, is like, what does sacred mean to you? And we did a little bit of etymology and definitions of sacred, and I think it's a really interesting and cool place to start, but I'm not sure we necessarily need to go there because I feel like we all have our own definition of what sacred is. And um, I did a workshop once and we were going around like, what is the definition of spiritual? What is the definition of holy? What is the definition of sacred? And it was really fascinating because there were three different people that had the same definition and one was for sacred, one was for spiritual, and one was for holy. And the other, like, so if they said one definition was for sacred, the girl that said, though, that's my definition for spiritual, she was triggered by the word sacred. So it's really fascinating. And that's what I really wanted to bring up for you this week is like, what is sacred mean to you? And how Janet and I are really proponents of making sure you use the language that works for you. So like if you're into religion and you're like, I want this to be the season of religion. Great. That's not Janet's and mine's word. And if that's what your definition of sacred is, is your, your beautiful faith of religion, then great. We'd also like you to define it. So what is sacred? mean to you like <clears throat> is it a thing is it an activity is it a state of being is it a um uh like a spiritual respect or devotion is it um is it um a perspective is it an object is it um, something to be used for a spiritual purpose? So those are all kind of different ideas of some things when I was doing some research. And um, anyway, do you, do you have anything to add to that before I go into the actual ritual itself? Um, well, I do think there's, you know, I grew up Catholic. And so there was lots of things that were holy and sacred, like like up on the altar when you went to church there was things that only the priests could touch and different things like that like you could only you know the eucharist the communion only the priest could be touching that when i was young that changed later on but you know there was all these things that were like kind of sacred and magical and untouchable almost because they were so holy 
And so that triggers me a little bit um, that I wasn't worthy to touch things <laughs> or be in communion with them, sort of. Um, and a lot of times, like, to me, it's like some people say, well, everything's sacred. Well, and to me, and then when, if everything's sacred, then nothing is because they're all equally the same thing. So it's, it's, it's kind of a deep and weird reflection to go and see what really is sacred to you. Yeah. And like, am, am, is my body sacred? Is, are my thoughts yes. sacred? Is, yes. What is sacred? Is it just, is it something outside of you or is it something inside of you? Yes. Yes. So, you know, it's like all that stuff. <laughs> and so, and, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I don't know what I was going to say now. I'm sorry. Lost my I, train of thought. That's oh all right. My God, all my interrupting. I mean, going back to the space too of really owning who you are and there's no right or wrong or good or bad. Like Janet may very well next week come up with her own definition of sacred, which might be very much different than mine. Like I was just like, yes, 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 your body's sacred. Yes, your thoughts are sacred. Yes, because I have the, the belief that everything is sacred. And, um, and I knew that I know that some people do believe that if everything is sacred, nothing is sacred and like all of that stuff. So um, we just invite you to like, what's really true for you. And I want to read from this book that um, Copeba teaches that the divine will reveal the higher message of one's life it will unveil that they have always been treasured, accepted, valued, worthy of love, and much more. It imparts that it is only through this divine unveiling that individuals can fully accept the magnificence of what they really are and make peace with the past. So what I love about this is, I guess maybe, not that anyone needs permission from these two little just people Gina and Janet, but what if you were given permission to let go of the belief structures with regard to um, uh, religion or not religion or sacredness or holiness or whatever, and, and you could start fresh and, and you could um, let go of any, um, any shame-based feelings and be new again. Like, I guess that's what we're hoping. I don't know if we're hoping for that, but we're really, I guess, just wanting you to clarify, like, what is sacred to you? And is, and is it important? I mean, you might be, what's that term where you're not atheist, you're secular, which is actually anti-spiritual? Secular? secular would be anti-religion. Yeah. So if you're, if you're secular, like, you're, like, probably actually not listening to our podcast. <laughs> You probably would delete us a long time ago. But anyway, um, oh, if you are, go ahead. I just thought of something. I was going to, um, since I'm just now finishing up my um, Kundalini Yoga teacher training, um, one of my teachers um, was talking about being like how we're, the reason we are here is to remember that we're divine because we started out divine and we've had amnesia about that just as a culture and as a person. So what we're the purpose of us being here is to come back to remembering that we're divine. Does that make sense? Did I say that right? 
you totally said it right. Okay. And, and, and I also want to honor because there's people out there who believe that um, they are separate from God, whereas I believe I am one with God and God and I am God. And so there, I mean, it's just all sorts of beliefs, right? Like we're going to talk about that in the upcoming week of um, the rigidity of um, and non-attachment and things like that as we come um, go forward in the week. So again, there's no right or wrong. We really just want you to do this contemplation of what is sacred to you. Is there a specific thing or activity, or maybe you do your own research, but we do have um, kind of a, just an interesting little ritual. It's pretty short or as long as you want it, we're suggesting at least three minutes a day. It's a seven day meditation because you're going to go through all of the chakras or you could do eight if you believe in the eighth chakra, which is the auric field, the aura. Um, and so we basically want you to take one drop of copaiba and to be honest with you, if you don't have your copaiba yet, you can still do this because, um, because I just said that you could. So, um, <laughs> isn't that interesting? Let me well, tell you, uh, I love this book because it says companion oil. So you could use frankincense instead. You could use black pepper, heliochrysum. Um, those are kind of companion oils that have similar, um, energetic emotional constructs uh frankie i think would probably be my my number one pick because it's the oil of truth but anyway you're gonna take one drop of oil and you're either gonna start up to down or down to up with your chakras and you're just one day let's just do from down to up so bring, maybe bringing um spirit down you're gonna put one drop of copaiba on your um, either put it on your finger and then you're going <clears> to <throat> just put it on your crown chakra and then you'll rub your hands together, activate the oil. And we're going to have you put your hands in prayer pose, which is palm to palm with the thumbs pressed into the notch of your sternum. And you actually want to press with, with some pressure, like maybe five pounds of weight, I think is what we always say. And a couple things about this mudra. <clears throat> this mudra brings the left and the right, or the Shiva and the Shakti, or the masculine and feminine sides of the brain um, into, into balance. It brings them in to meet in the middle. Uh, the notch of your sternum is called CV17, which is a sea of tranquility, which we've talked about before in this space. And it's a really beautiful um, acupoint to bring you into a calming space and so um this this pose just in general can potentially be triggering for people do you want to talk about that janet because it's never triggered me but i know that it used to i'm thinking it used to bother you <clears throat> um sometimes it did it seemed very you know like in yoga and i don't know that i've done a lot of different kinds of yoga but several kinds you can start in purpose before you do anything. And to me, it was like, hmm, is yoga a religion? You know, at first I was like, I don't, I don't want to be part of another religion because <laughs> I was not very happy with any kind of man-made religion at the point, at that point in time. And so it kind of triggered me like, huh, why do I need to do that? Who am I worshiping or who am I praying to or, you know, it was a little triggering to me because it was like I didn't, you know, I'd never been to yoga before. Why am I doing this? 
and it was kind of freaky. Did you ever, um, so I was baptized Catholic, which means a lot of um, traditional Catholics say I am Catholic, but I wasn't raised Catholic. So is prayer pose a um, position that you use? Like when you go up and get that little, um, it's going to say that little cracker thing. I don't want to offend anyone, anyone who does um, communion. It's communion or a Eucharist or okay. so the body you, of Jesus Christ. You, thank you. So when you are like in line, are your hands in prayer pose? Yes. Prayer pose? They are. And then you like well, it's not palms? We're not like pushing against our sternum or anything. You're just got your hands together. Okay. So when you're in line and you go up there and then you open your palms and they put the Eucharist. Thank you. The Eucharist into your palms right okay so it's just like prasad so in um in uh, other different eastern cultures they often have prasad after a meal or after a service and that they give you uh, a cool thing and you do the same thing so that's kind of cool um okay so you have done that position before that mudra oh yeah i did it for you know the first i don't know 20 years of my life and I've done it since then. I've been on and off Catholic and tried all different kinds of religions. Yeah. Just, so I've I always, I've, I've always called myself a seeker and I've always been totally fascinated by religion and totally appalled by it too at the same time. So it's yeah. really weird. Cool. Okay. So that makes sense as to why that was potentially a trigger. Cause you're like, what am I doing? Who am I worshiping? What am I praying to? Yeah. It was, the, it was like you just said, put it your hands in prayer pose. And I'm like, uh, why? <laughs> oh my God, that's hilarious. See, this is such a great conversation. And I guess that's why we're doing this whole season of sacredness to, to bring you deeper into yourself, um, into what is, what is really true for you. And, and I think that as Janet and I do um, this whole season, I know it's going to take us deeper into ourselves. So back to the ritual, starting uh, crown chakra down or root chakra up one day, uh, one chakra per day. So the first day you're going to put, um, the oil on your crown chakra, your hands are going to come into prayer pose and you're really just contemplating, but your hands are in prayer pose at your heart center and it's contemplating what is sacred. And so, um, my teacher, one of my teachers, Yogi Bhajan always said that, um, prayer was, uh, you was it prayers talking to you and meditation is when no meditation is when you talk to God and prayer is when God talks to you. And so this idea of just posing the question, what does sacred mean to me? And then deeply listening. And then the next day I want you to move down. So you're going to put um, a drop on your third eye and then sit for three minutes and just contemplate the same thing. What is sacred? What is sacredness to me? And the next day you're going to go to your throat. Same thing, sitting, listening, what is sacred. Then you're going to do your heart the next day, and then your belly, then your sacral chakra, which is right below your belly button. And then you're going to do your feet, which is, is uh, the root chakra. And if you want to do one extra day, you can um, choose the, either anoint all of them or choose the chakra of your choice. And then that is um, the eighth, the intention is the eighth oil, is the eighth chakra, the aura. And same thing just sitting. And then we'd love to know, like, what'd you come up with? Did it change daily? Did it get deeper? Did it, did you, are you questioning more? 
are you um yeah are you are you loving it are are you like I'm not sitting like that anymore like what 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 came up for you we're super excited to hear from you yeah did it irritate the crap out of you or was it really triggering or was it really enlightening did you come up with something great yeah <laughs> or something yeah. very insightful or something totally different than you thought it was going to be <laughs> Yeah. So I did want to tell you a couple of like synonyms for sacred, devotional, religious, spiritual related words might be blessed, um, holy, holy uh, solemn, ritual, sacramental, semi-religious, semi-sacred. Oh my God. I kind of like that. I am semi-sacred. Um, anyway, so yeah, we hope you enjoy this ritual of the week. We hope you fall in love with Copeba as much as we have and we're looking forward to um, lots of fun success of that and and don't forget to um, gosh we hope that you're one of the 12 that get the sacred rebel roll on so make sure that you go to iTunes and give us a, a review and I think there's a star system so we like lots of stars and then post your screenshot on Facebook so we love you. Love you. We'll see you next week. And anything else, Janet? No. Kissy, kissy. Stick with us for the second year. <laughs> Yay. Thanks for supporting. We love you. We'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Please visit empoweryouroils.com for information on purchasing doTERRA essential oils to receive fun, free downloads and even a variety of not so free products. If you love this podcast and you look forward to hearing more from us and possibly receiving more free goodies, please, please sign up for our smell mail. Hint, hint. That means sign up for our email list. scientists, rocket scientists, or even bartenders. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Please use wisdom and consider all safety information from a competent reference book regarding essential oil use. There are some oils that should never be taken internally, and alcohol doesn't change that. Some oils should not be applied directly to the skin without a carrier oil. Ensure the oils you are using are of the highest standards of quality. Essential oils can be much more potent than herbs, so a little goes a long way. Use caution when using essential oils for babies and children, as they have highly sensitive skin and require less oil. If you are pregnant or nursing, consult a licensed healthcare professional before applying the essential oils. As always, drink responsibly and don't drive. If you happen to drink too much, try the hair of the dog or a shot of water with two drops of ginger, one drop each of lavender and lemon. Ciao.